What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Oski Champ. We're in the building at the HyperX Arena for another beautiful episode of Username Taken. Today, I have a very special guest. I got a moment of her time, as she is the grind legend of Vegas. I'm talking about one of Vegas's rising stars, DJ, model, actress, streamer, gamer, daughter, whatever you want to call her. It's Miss Bella Hugh in the building. Thank How you. you feeling? Welcome in. I'm feeling great. It feels uh, great to be back. I'm super excited. Hey, we're super glad to have you. I know that you've been a common thread through a lot of things that we've done. You have everything between um, doing different merch modeling for us to DJing at some of our events. What, what started your relationship over here at the HyperX Arena? Wow. Um, it's actually been a while. It's been maybe five years now, four years, roughly, uh, when I first got into esports. And you guys were hosting, like, Valorant tournaments yeah. and different tournaments. And, like, that's why I think Fortnite Frags was still a thing at the time. Okay, yeah. We, we've been so. doing Frags past couple weekends, too. Oh, it's, really? Yeah, it's, it's been back. killing. It's oh. been killing. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So I had to, like, come through. Lenny Lego Fortnite? <laughs> oh, no, I don't think they've done a Lego Fortnite. That'd be that, interesting. You've played some Lego, Lego Fortnite? I played one game. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. That's like a whole... Another thing. It's, it's, it's huge. It I is. I seen, like, I, w I was watching some video of somebody walking up some massive tower that was created or something. I'm like, whoa, y'all in here deep <laughs> for, some, <laughs> for some Legos. But, hey, that's awesome. You, you started around that, that era, like, four years ago. Yeah, roughly when I joined my first, like, official esports team, uh, and that's kind of like how it started. And Who was when that? I found out, it was called OCG Esports. Okay. And then I moved up to like basically like almost co owner and kind of navigated around all of that from being a player for them, a creator for them, um, working higher up with them. And then like with a few other esports teams that unfortunately aren't still around. But yeah, kind of yeah, my start. This space is tough. It's, it's definitely, it a, definitely a lot is. of orgs that we've loved and, and gotten to know of not been able to continue because it is it's an expensive place to, to be it in uh, what what from that experience of being around the esports orgs have you kind of taken because now i mean you're you're doing it you, you know for people that don't know you're in battle bots you're in movies you're streaming you're doing your thing <laughs> so you. what what did you kind of take from that experience being around them that I mean, it was kind of just something I accidentally fell into just because I had such a love for video games. Um, and then I fell into streaming through that okay. route, kind okay. of. And then that led into social media, which like, I knew I always wanted to be an actress and like get into this side of things. And so like one thing kind of just like led to another. And it kind of just it's like it's all connected. Like right. it's all connected. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's no, awesome. 100%. All those arts are so synonymous, like. And then people that are actors want to be gamers. Gamers want to be actors. Like, it's such a, a bridge between all those different mediums. It did is. you, uh, your background, you, you were born here in Vegas? or did Born and raised. Okay. Yeah. That's, hey, that's a rare, a rarity. It is. I'm a tumbleweed. <laughs> born and raised here. No, it's awesome. It takes a, it takes a lot of focus to be as, um, I guess, kind of integrated as you've become to be, you know, from this place. Because I feel like when you're here... You know, people have that that common trope. You know, Vegas education. You know, it's it's not like they set you up for success. What what has it been like? Kind of your mindset that you feel like kind of kept you above. Have you always been like that go getter type and really active? Yeah, I feel like I have. Um, I did like figure skating. I played the violin. Okay. I previously worked with Cirque du Soleil and Trapeze Las Vegas in the circus. Mm. That was like. For sure, like, one of my favorite things I've ever done, unfortunately, due to, like, COVID and injuries fell out of it. But, like, my mom definitely put me in, like, activities or sports that, like, 
team playing, team player qualities are important, but like at the end of the day, you have your own back. And just like being an only child, being fairly independent and like navigating through like school and activities and things around me that I did, whether it was video games or theater and like sports, kind of just like taught me, I feel like guided me that way. And mom was very protective, but also like when it was time, pushed me out of the nest to like learn for myself. Mama's guided. Have been, yeah, very independent <laughs> since that. a young age. That's dope to have that guidance, to have like that support, that village is like everything. You know? Yeah, like, my so, mom's amazing. So many people don't see the vision, you know, like you get somebody that like, hey, I'm gonna make sure you're in the right situation so that you can be the person that you see yourself to be, or you know, we see you, you could be. Like, that's really awesome. So, hey, shout out moms. Shout I know mom's people. in the building right now too. Yes. So, gotta give some love <laughs> to mom. Uh, what? You said you did some theater and stuff. Were you like in theater in middle school or high school? You did some yeah. shows. I started in technically elementary school. My first musical, I was in like fifth grade, I think. Okay. I did Susical the Musical. Yes. Sour Kangaroo. Susical. That's lit. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. I love Susical. It'll always hold a special place in my heart. Um, then all through middle school, through high school, I did theater. Um, I always told my mom, I want to be a Disney kid. I want to be an actress. And she's like, all right, wait till you're older. She's like, I'll do theater. And then I kind of like got like my first like smaller gig in elementary. And then middle school, I did a commercial. And I was like, no, mom, I really want to do this. And so I started like doing smaller stuff from there, even like working as a PA on the other side of the camera, which nice. I loved as well. Yeah, that's, and, yeah. that's like the... Once you get to see what it's like to be behind and in front, it really Super creates that different. picture that sometimes feels like it, it launches you faster than people that just stay on one side. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that and, like, you really see how it's all put together and the amount of, like, endless hours and, like, dedication, like, everybody puts in to make, like, something, like, come together in, like, an end project such as a movie or an episode or anything. Like, even this, you know? Like, oh, a thousand percent. Even just the people that's you know, cleaning up the floors when everything's done, mopping uh, and putting things back to where they need to go, like, is just such a huge part of everything that we do. And then in Vegas, we get to see things done on the biggest scale, back to back to back. Have you gotten to be, you know, at any huge shows or any very Vegas noteworthy experiences? What's your your most memorable experience you've had here? Ooh, like show-related? Yeah, something that you've gotten to go to, because, you know, we get all types of tours and, and shows. What... I mean, when I was younger with circus, I've seen, like, the traveling circus shows, which I always, like, was mesmerized by. Um, even seeing, like, esports tournaments put together or, like, okay. even festivals and concerts, such as, like, starting, like, when I was nine, I started to go to iHeartRadio festivals and concerts. My mom's, like, kind of who got me, I feel like, into that space. Uh, life is beautiful, like, stuff like that, like, and, like, once you work production side of things or, like, even behind the scenes, like, that's how I started with BattleBots okay. was behind the scenes and working on production and casting and now being in the show. It's like, it's, it's just awesome. It's, yeah, you it's don't like, you think about a lot more than you normally would of what goes behind the scenes of it all. No, I feel that. Um, talking BattleBots, you've been a part of that show since they kind of revived the IP. What's that yeah. like uh, having been a part of all of that? I love it. It's so much fun. Uh, before I even got into it, I had no idea what it was. I knew what like robotics was, but I didn't know what BattleBots was. And so I started working on the filming of season seven for Discovery as a PA. And then they said that they wanted to turn it into like a live Vegas show. And they asked if I would be interested. And I was like, yeah, this is actually super cool. I mean, like 
robots fighting and yeah, like no, planes and stuff and so peak. it's it's super fun i love it i love you've, being in the show you've been there for what like almost two years three years now right no it's been about a year and a half oh year and a half okay yeah so, almost two so years. the live show in vegas started in like f- late february last year so nice. it's got to be a full year of the live show what is your favorite fight that you do you have a memorable fight from the battle bots experience mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe that like, I've make it easier. Life? Maybe a favorite robot, like somebody you you, you cheer for, some a team you cheer it's for. It's hard because I am the captain of the Vegas Hypershock team. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronco is like one of my favorites. It's like a flipper bot that like mm. jumps and like throws mm. robots, and it's just super exciting cool. to watch. Yeah. No, yeah, that's very. The ingenuity behind all that and. Similar to how we were talking about earlier, just how many people are fully invested in every single part, whether it's just how yeah. wheels work or how the programming is on the back end or piloting it. Like, they're so invested and they, and they make these amazing feats happen. And uh, I, for yeah. one, I love the, the commentary. Those guys that are on the mic are they're great. legends. You know, they you can take out your notebook every single time those guys jump on the mic. You're like, okay, yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> that's good. how Let I want to say down. that in the future, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, and like with Bronco, it's actually pretty cool because like uh, a portion of it is used parts used from a PlayStation controller. Oh, okay. So like it's incorporated so many different things. Like these engineers and like makers of all these robots are brilliant. Honestly, it's amazing. When you're talking esports, you're talking you know PlayStation. What's your your path into gaming? Like how did that become a big? Because you're obviously entertainment minded. You have that entertainer inside of you. But what component or what path in your life had brought you to really being like hey I love these games though um PlayStation 2 is like my first console I mean when I was younger I used to play games with my dad and stuff and like the first Call of Duty Zombies and then like I kind of stepped away from it for a bit was a little bit of an iPad kid um Minecraft (laughs) Blockheads Terraria yeah yeah loved watching Stampy Cat that was like (laughs) my OG YouTuber What a yeah, Stampy Cat, Stan for sure, and I will stick Squid. Um, apparently, he still makes like content and videos. Or retired yeah. in the last six months. I, I think that's crazy. I mean, make that money, honey. Yeah, you gotta literally. get it. If 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 it ain't broke, keep that thing going, yeah. making that money. You got a money printer. Some of these crazy <laughs> guys, like Annoying Orange, he transitioned into like FF uh, TV or uh, FGTV with his kids, and he's like a family. Like, oh wow, it's like. Yeah, hey, yeah. if it still works, you still got that skill set, Not man. broken. Yeah, or, keep it know, going, because, yeah, yeah we, it's, awesome. it's like the new age of books to post a YouTube video, you know? C- yeah. Continue to be a check in your inbox for, so for you know. He, he was definitely a big one that, like, guided me into that. And then I was like, I always told my mom, I want to make gaming YouTube videos, and she was like, no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and then, like, I got an Xbox 360. I Okay, not a lot of people are familiar with it, but do you know what Happy Wars is? Mm-mm. It was on Xbox 360. I, I too, am one of those unfamiliar cats. Put okay. me on. What's, what's I the Happy I've War? met, like, one person that knows what it is. It was, like, a, these little characters. It was, like, fighting and, like, protect the castle. And, like, it was a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. I was, like, obsessed with this game when I was younger. Okay, so we had to bring up Happy Wars. You mentioned it, and I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, this is this is cute. You were on this heavy. Yeah. This is a free-to-play oh, yeah. game. Yes, it was on Xbox 360, and I don't know. I just, like, I loved this game so much, like, when it first <laughs> came out. And it, it was, uh, looks like this, this video here is from 2015. Yeah. I played it for f- quite a few years. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And did you, were you, like, serious? Like, you were sweating on it? Like, you were trying to be the best? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, I would what sit in the, the family room on my controller, and my mom was like, 
it's not that serious. <laughs> it's and, not that serious. And you're mad. You're getting. You're yeah. getting what, what could you relate it to that people are playing nowadays? Oof, man. Um, almost like I guess like I'm not super familiar with League of Legends. I've played a, f a handful of times, but okay. maybe somewhat similar to League of Legends. Okay, honestly. you said it's defend the castle. Yeah, yeah basically so that, like there's like little different towers that you have to like take over, and whoever has the most and like fights and like gets into the other person's castle like wins. And so there's like horses you could ride, and there's different weapons you could be like. Basically, like a sage. There's different like characters and maps and stuff. And no, this is mad battle cute. Yeah, I don't know. This no one really like remembers this game. And I'm gonna this keep it a like, buck. When I was young, my parents didn't let me play Xbox because it had all the bad games on it. Yeah. You know, all the all the adult games came out Xbox <laughs> exclusive. So they had me on the Nintendo, and then I always had a PlayStation as well. So all the iterations, but I didn't get to play games like this, which made me sad. Because this is yeah, like you said, it looks like some really nice League of Legends esque, you know, MOBA oh, gameplay. That? Protect the you know, a little bit of fighting, but mainly it's about that objective. You got to get the base, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, this was like one of my favorites. Minecraft will always be one of the OGs. Um, and then like what got me into esports in general or like more competitive play was Rainbow Six. Okay. So yeah, Rainbow Six. I did an esports team for Rainbow Six and then an all girls Apex team. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of what led me into esports and then like a few months later they had brought up that there's this place called the HyperX Arena and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then like I got into OCG esports and then it kind of just like went from there. And so you came over here, you saw that we're we're running tournaments for everything that everybody's playing, you know, yeah. you gotta go peep HyperXArenaLasVegas.com so you can see the schedule because we got a lot of good events coming up. We've been playing some Lethal Company recently. Have really? You yeah, we've been having tournaments. You guys tournaments. play that here? Tournaments. Win. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you gotta go to oh, Hyper X Arena. I'll tell you <laughs> Go see the schedule. But okay. no, that's. Have you been playing League of the Company? I have. I have. Nice. Yeah. Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Got, yeah, on Sundays, usually it's filling that Sunday spot. What Shout time? Out. Like evenings? It's one of those daytime tournaments, mm. similar to those. You know. just battle bots. Might just, guys, sorry, blessed. I can't come in today. <laughs> Booked and blessed, you know. Yeah. It's like, do I make do I make money off the, the Lethal Company prize pool and put in that PTO How so I get the How do you win that, though? You know that's a great question. I have to throw in a throw in a segment from my my esports director because I'm gonna be so honest. I haven't played Lethal Company, and okay. two, I definitely haven't played in the tournaments. Cause okay. <laughs> hey, maybe this Sunday you'll play it for the first time. Yeah, no, people have said it's very fun, mm -hmm. and I think on our two episodes ago, Miss Nicole was saying it's probably one of the best games that she's played. She plays it a lot. She plays modded too. She loves okay. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, you've you've played it since it came out. Yeah, well, I started playing it, like, December, I think. Okay. Roughly. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when it came out, but I know it's fairly new. It, it, it's definitely new. But yeah. by the time this comes out, it's old news because it's, like, what? Like, a month old in gaming At is, least. like, yeah, no, I don't want to play with you anymore. It's the Andy meme. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done playing with you. You have had a really fun previous year. You did a lot of projects. You were jumping into... A uh, movie that we filmed here mm -hmm. from Mr. Mis Mr. 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 Wa Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Marky Mark. He did The Family Plan. That was on Apple Plus. Did you watch it? I did. Did you I love watched it? like 35 minutes of it. <laughs> she so, said like, my 35 minutes. Like. No, I watched like a solid like percentage of it. I mean, I don't no, really good. watch things. Like, no, I, as you're busy. Much, you so. have so much to do. How are you going to watch? You got to study. You got to create. You're DJing. Like, you're gigging. You're working. You got to. 
chat with your mom because she loves you. So <laughs> there's a lot of things to do. Oh, it's in my uh, my daily schedule. Like I cut out like at least 20 minutes to just go annoy her. It's you like have to. The objective of being a daughter. Yeah, good luck out. annoying her. I feel like she wants all of that. She's pretty easy to annoy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry. No, being a kid is is partly uh, knowing 100% how to get right into your parents' skin instantly. Yeah. Uh, you true. also did another movie that was kind of more an indie project, and you were leading in that movie. Yes. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, so actually our team's going to Sundance in about a week what? to the film festival to wow. um, go check out some of their films and stuff. Uh, we currently do have the official trailer out on Instagram, and we're hoping by summer to have an official premiere and hopefully have it like fully out for viewing. So this is one of my favorite projects ever. Um, I miss being on set and around everybody so much. So How long yeah. were you working on that? We filmed an entire full like length film in about nine days, eight days. Whoa. Yeah. It was a process from like rehearsals and auditions and like leading up to it, but we actually like shot and filmed the whole thing in roughly about a week. Shot list said, Yeah, you're gonna be here for ten hours over oh, the next more. nine days. I didn't say this, but there was we were pushing like eighteen hour days <laughs> sometimes. Hey, if you so see you're tired hours. of some scenes, you know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the behind the scenes. Running off like four Red Bulls. What's the name of the movie? What's the socials? Where can we find the trailer and, and follow that journey? So the Instagram is at First Friday Movie. The yes. movie is called First Friday. It's uh, all of Vegas Collectives. It was filmed here, and it's about a story of two siblings from Vegas. So, and yeah. First Friday holds crazy significance to this to this city. Uh, for people that don't know, you know, every every First Friday down on Main Street, art. Uh, you know, food. people, food. food. It's just a big uh, clash of all types of communities and cultures and things like that. So that's awesome that they paid homage to Vegas, even in that naming. Yeah. Uh, do you guys go to First Friday in the film? Uh, basically, yeah. We have, uh, there's like a, one of the siblings sells and makes t-shirts and they have a booth there. Oh, okay. Another sibling, Tiana has a podcast. So, yeah, hey. super cool. That's getting meta now. We can't be talking about podcasts <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Yeah. The arts imitating art, imitating life, imitating art. I can't, I can't do all that inception. <laughs> you um, have that movie dropping anytime soon, or would you have a date for when it's coming out? Hopefully by summer. Summer. Yeah, spring to summer is like their goal. Spring to summer, TMTBD. Yes. Awesome. We're we're anxiously awaiting. That's I know that's super exciting. You also did a host for a game show series. I did, yeah. Okay, yeah, what, was where awesome. was that at? What was that? Go, what was going on over there? So that was here in Vegas at Gamers Garage. Yes. So I was uh, very. It was so much fun. <laughs> We're waiting for that project to come out, but it's called Survive Twenty Four. It's like a reality gaming show. Okay. Where within twenty four hours, there's a certain amount of contestants that like battle each other and play different games and different challenges to see who the last person standing is and you cannot fall asleep within like <laughs> this all happens within 24 hours I love um, that the rules don't fall asleep in between takes I definitely fell asleep they got some good footage of well, me like hosting, laying on right? the couch hosting, sleeping right? yeah sleep. I went between filming First Friday to filming Survive 24 back to movie so I didn't Whoa. sleep in about three days so like any chance I got I was out and well, they caught me slacking Surly and his team <laughs> yeah. I know absolutely slayed that I, I got to go peep when they were kind of auditioning and things like that and see what was going on on that side. And it looked yeah. super awesome. I cannot wait to see that series go live. Uh, I might have to get one of them to come in here and, and talk about it too because yeah. I know that they're doing some really cool things over there at Gamers Garage. Mm -hmm. Have you have you done anything else over there? or uh, Not like anything like events or filming yet. 
uh, we're kind of waiting for that series to come out and then move forward and hopefully do some more series. Nice. Hey, those are good people over there. You know, I fully endorse anything that those guys are doing. You also uh, have some events. By the time this airs, those events yeah. will have already happened. But what's going on in the next couple of months? It's almost Super Bowl. It is almost Super Bowl. Are so. you ready for Super Bowl? No. I'm it, came, it really came up fast. I see like, them already setting up. Yeah. The tents are springing up around the valley and and, and construction is construction in and I'm scared. <laughs> F1 was like, it was already oh, kind of yeah. huge for F1, <laughs> but like this feels like, I don't know if we're ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for the Super Bowl. I might be doing some stuff gaming and DJ related. I'm super excited. It's oh, going to okay. be a great event. You're going to be over sure. there DJing? Possibly something related, <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, well, speaking of the DJing, I want to spend this first commercial break throwing to something that you've kind of mixed up. So we're going to take a quick little break here on Username Taken, and my friend Bella Hugh is going to take you on a journey to some stuff she's mixed up. Be right back with more Username Taken. We're back. We're in the building after getting to preview a little bit of the amazing stuff that you're doing on the ones and twos. When did when did you start picking up DJing and when did music become a big part of your expression? It's actually been a very recent thing. Okay. I've only been DJing for about a year and a half. Nice. Or so, I believe. Yeah. So it's fairly new. Um, I kind of got into it as a joke, kind of like I knew I, I love music. I wanted to make music don't sing so I was like mm, all right maybe not and then I was doing a stream for the city and there was somebody DJing and I was like that's so sick like you should teach me but I was totally joking like I was not being serious yeah and he was like are you like I got you like if you're serious I'll teach you and I was like I wasn't being serious <laughs> and he's like well I am so I learned how to DJ okay and yeah I started DJing at player one here in Vegas so you were straight learning DJing into doing shows yeah, it was <laughs> roughly about two months of DJing nice. before my first like thing. It was like the Evo after party at Player One. And That's huge. Yeah, it was super fun. Loved doing that. Then I did like two or maybe three more shows at Player One. And then Level Up booked me for their pre-party here at yes. HyperX. That party was and crazy too. Yeah, that was like my first like gig, like real gig. And for like a first real gig, that was an amazing real gig yeah. <laughs> or gig in general like yeah, no, I love level up it those people are here to awesome. party oh yeah they love the music you got to incorporate a lot of gaming music into there which is a big part of your life as well so yeah I'm sure that felt really awesome and then it kind of just like went from there I knew I wanted something more in EDM like I'm open format I've done gigs where it's like R&B and hip-hop and pop but like I know within EDM is where I want to stay more specifically um more specifically actually like bass music, heavy bass music, um, like rhythm, dubstep, drum and bass, bass house, love it all. Um, but yeah, and then I did a show at Area 15 for Perry Wayne. Okay. And that's when it like 
kind of like really stepped through the door of like, okay, the EDM heavy bass music. I did a show for Bass Rush and Revelation, Jessica Offred at Area 15 in December, which was amazing. That's huge. So much fun. Uh, you've gotten like yeah. all these big, big opportunities just stepping into that space. Like I know that's got a feel of like a, a very amazing moment, but also just feeling that gratitude of like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm beyond grateful for all of these opportunities. Like, if you would have told me two years ago that I did any of this in the music space or DJed, I would have looked at you like <laughs> you lost your mind. So it's it's crazy, and I'm still processing it all, I guess, to be honest. Like, and you have some big things still coming up. Yes. Some big opportunities. I know you're opening for a huge talent, a huge DJ. At, is it at Area 15 again? Yes. Yeah, so Who, at the portal. What's going on? So I have on January 27th, I'm doing the Aura Tour for Louis J at Jackpot. And then I've played The Wall and A-Lot at Area 15, but I have not played The Portal yet. But February 2nd, I'm opening for Kaivon. I actually streamed Fortnite with him. He's Dope. awesome. He's super sweet. Uh, and I'm extremely excited for did, that Did y'all get the dub on the stream? We did. I believe oh, okay. we did. That's valid. Yeah. No, no, no. If y'all got the dub on the stream, you already know the IRL experience <laughs> about to go go crazy. I'm super excited for that <laughs> one. Um, and then like we have like Level Up coming up in a few months. And then I have another one at Area 15 in March and uh, a one with Senpai Squad in April. Oh, Senpai Squad. Those, yes. guys are, those guys are heavy out here. Yeah. You've, when did you first get introduced to them? Ooh, um, I want to say maybe Level Up or, okay. like, TwitchCon San Diego. I'm not completely sure, uh, but, yeah. I'm excited for Level Up. We, I feel Me like too. it was great. My first Level Up that I was on on a team, I seen you there working. I was chatting with my friend about it, and he had said, dude, Bella's been here, like, creating, putting chairs together, been here like running errands, just like breaking her back, just to just to work, just to be a part of what's going on. Have you always been like that? Like you just wanted to, when you're passionate about something, you just want to figure out any way that you can to to break in. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And like, if there's ever any way I could help, I'm always more than happy to help. Um, Love Lups, awesome. That's dope. It's kind of like what got me into the convention space with gaming and anime. So. People don't really understand the value of working for free. You know, and I feel like that's something I've gotten to see you as a young person really utilize to your advantage. Like you're down to do that free thing as that that pivot, as that step that brings you to the next thing. What what kind of has brought you to utilizing those opportunities? What has brought me to that? Yeah, like what, what why do you feel like you've always kind of known like, hey, I'm going to do this, spend my time wisely here so I can I can really plant some seeds that, you know, when I come back, it's going to pay me. Well, actually with Level Up, there was no like I didn't know it would go anywhere with anything, whether it was gaming, mm. especially music. That's dope. It's just something I was passionate about and like wanted to do and I wanted to help. And I just I loved the whole process of it all, honestly. That's good. I guess because I, I know there's so many people that, you know, I see what you what you've built, you know, in, the, in their in their mind. It's like, how can I kind of create my own path to that? So that's why I'm kind of curious, like yeah. what what different. What do you approach differently to these situations that, so that you can maximize them? And it sounds like you just have good heart and good intentions and you just want to yeah. help people out. And, and in doing that, you've gotten to allow a lot of opportunities for yourself. So yeah. that's awesome. You know, Thank that, you. Just to be able to share that story of like, hey, I didn't have any ulterior motives. I didn't come in here with an agenda. I just 
loved the space. I loved what was being done, and I just wanted to say yes to as much as possible. And yeah, I mean, networking is definitely a big thing in general for anything that you want to do, and always go into everything, whether it's something you might not want to do or you do want to do, like, with a good, like, mindset and perspective and positive energy because what you put out is what you're going to get back so if you're negative or have a bad mindset going into things or you're like oh this is going to be terrible then it's probably going to be terrible because you're like basically manifesting it to be terrible so yeah and you wake up sometimes without having slept much you know so what's the first thoughts through like um, miss bella hughes mind in a day like you didn't sleep much (laughs) you got a lot of things on the agenda What's, what's, what's your first vibe? What do, you, what do you do when you first wake up? Uh, it's a terrible habit, but I go on my phone. <laughs> I check my emails. I'll like skim through my socials. Straight I'll check to my work. calendar. Yeah. Check the noties. Yeah, see my to-do list for the day. Uh, I have to have a Google calendar and like a to-do list. Otherwise, I'm kind of all over the place sometimes. Um, but yeah, like Google calendar is like my best friend. No, I, I sent you a calendar invite. You did? I saw that and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, I, he knows if it's up. not in my calendar, I forget about it too. Yeah. So that's dope. So you, you wake up, you get your calendar all set. You usually have school, mm-hmm. work, stream. You're streaming on Kick and on Twitch. Yeah. What's that like? You're enjoying that? I enjoy it. I do. I love it. So I'm glad you're able to officially dual stream now right. as well. Yeah, because it's like, oh, man, am I about to get offboarded from my agreement because no, yeah. I'm on kick? Oh, no, okay, we're all good. We're all so. good now. We're good. <laughs> yeah, but you see Twitch is, like, changing, too. They're not really doing partner agreements. They're not really doing affiliate agreement. Everything's just kind of like um, a monetization yeah. agreement. Yeah. Which is a very generalized thing. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I'm still on Twitch, so I can't, <laughs> I can't say much, but... It's just, it's a little bit unfortunate because Twitch is such a great platform. Like, it's a great space for what everyone, everyone does different things, whether it's gaming, just chatting, like, IRL streaming. Like, it's a great place for all of it, but I think that they need to change something if they want to keep Twitch, Twitch. You know? I mean, Kick said they about to buy, buy Twitch. Uh, well, if Kick <laughs> doesn't buy Twitch, within the next five years, Twitch is either going to be bought out by, like, Microsoft or Google, like, all that. Mm. And unfortunately, like, they Am- haven't been yeah. in profit one year since Amazon bought it. Amazon's not, not happy year. with the, with that yeah. rent on their balance book, for sure. Oh, they- yeah. My eye's watering. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I I agree with that sentiment. You know, it's, it's not a wise business decision to keep a hemorrhage on yeah. you, you know, if you look at it from that perspective. So... Especially It'd be interesting to see what, what would happen with that IP. And I'd love to see somebody uh, with that original vision, that original intent, you know, kind of bring it back to yeah. what we kind of fell in love with it for. You know, I'm not I saying agree. that I'm out of love with new Twitch, but it's definitely different. It's definitely different. You know, and there's competitors. That I was about to say, they got some competition. <laughs> so right in that rear view mirror. I don't right. know. I mean, it, Kick is great. I love that they like really care about the creators. Like my first dream on Kick, they put me on the front page. And, Sheesh. like, they've put me on, like, two or three other times, like, throughout my time streaming on there. Like, obviously, the split's better. Like, you would think with better? Twitch taking... That ain't even... It's not even a comparison. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would think with Twitch taking that much, maybe it'd be a little bit different with Thanks. profit in their platform. But, unfortunately, that's not the case. Right. But Kick still has some things that they need to implement, like... I've noticed every week, at least once it crashes, like it's down right. for a few right. hours. It'll log you out. It gives you the 404 error. Like they're trying to incorporate like kicks, which is the equivalent of bits. So mm-hmm. they're, they're getting there slowly but surely. But yeah, Twitch has some competition. And then recently I got on the platform. It's just like 
I don't want to go just in dark mode, green skin Twitch. Like, yeah. the UI is looking just like Twitch now, you know? And mm-hmm. before it was like, it didn't feel enough like Twitch. Now it just is Twitch. It's, and it's like, it's I need, Twitch. <laughs> yeah. you know, finding that fine line to toe is, I, I'm sure, a branding nightmare. It's super difficult to do. And, uh, yeah. you know, shout out Stake and all the Kick team for doing what they've done to have grown that platform and, and to have created that, that traction and that headline that they have. Because, you know, people know Kick now. You know, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, Amrit's on there. Aiden Ross is on there. Yeah. So. And huge creators. Yeah. Big deal. They so. know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that next chapter, no doubt. Um, speaking a bit about streaming, what, what is your stream process like? Like, do you have a very automated, easy to step into stream? Or do you have to go in and you, you know, really hands on a lot of things, got to get things set back up when you step down? Or um, It's pretty, pretty simple, honestly. I Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to stream. I just get on stream. And I'm like, oh, that's why I'm, like, I'm always like a variety streamer. Um, lately, I've been playing a lot of Valorant, but I kind of just like hop on, chat with people, play games, and hang out. So. You, you like Valorant? Yeah, I love Valorant. You it's I'm kind <laughs> of it's kind of a problem. I'm a little addicted to the game right now. No, <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're hard stuck silver. It's terrible. It's so bad. My <laughs> rank is like dirt two at this point. No, you can't but. say silver and then call yourself dirt because there's people under you, <laughs> so you're undermining their experience. Yeah, no, getting no. out of silver or gold is the trenches. No, it's it's super difficult. I mean, uh, me and my wife play every single night. That's like her way to calm down after a long work day. She loves That's to just good. jump on some Valorant. But there's so many Smurfs in that game. Like, you're not playing against Silver Kids and Silver. No, like, no, you are not. It's like maybe a Silver and a Bronzy, and then their friend who's like Radiant. peak Ascendant or peak Immortal, and he's like bored and doesn't want to play on his main because he's getting farmed, and he just yeah. wants to uh, Smurf I'm on I, Silver my, Kids. My five-stack may be guilty of some Smurfs. Uh-oh. So. No, nah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, but yeah, no, you five-stack abusing? Yeah, no, nah, you're, you're stuck three forever. stacks sometimes. Yeah, it's I impossible. It, it's yeah. hard because you also play against <laughs> these Smurfs and these five stacks. Yeah, no, you're playing against so. evil geniuses. You're playing against, like, <laughs> you're, you're playing against like sentinels. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, good luck. That's crazy. Uh, you have it's cool that you even have four friends to play with because I don't have that. So <laughs> I, I'll text the group chat like an hour in advance, and I'm like, all right, who's getting on tonight? Are we playing? Are we five stacking? It's like. Sometimes we'll get stuck with four people and you can't Q comp with four. So like we'll go into like like death matches or spike rush and we're like recruiting people. We're like, hey, yeah. you wanna Looking join our for team? One? <laughs> and they're hey. like, why? Why? We need a fifth. Nice, nice crosshair placement in that last yeah. TDM. You, you you trying to join the squad? <laughs> Crying. <laughs> so if you ever wanna join us, you're more than welcome. Okay, big bet. I'm uh I've played only about ten games ranked a season. I don't really okay. play too much comp. We play a lot of unrated. But I've I've gotten to silver, one silver uh, silver three. What's the top of silver? Uh, I three. think it's three. Three, yeah. yeah. League of Legends opposite. Yeah, it's, everything's flipped. I feel like Valorant's the only one where it's like three is the highest and then one yeah. is the lowest. Hey, I'll take it. But I've gotten to silver three off ten games. So I, I believe nice. I believe in the climb. One day okay. I might do. it. Who's your favorite agent? Sage. Uh oh. I'm a sage man. You're doing a lot, of the, a lot of these around the map. <laughs> oh yeah. A lot of these. Pocket sage for sure. <laughs> Sending those uh those orbs out. What's your favorite yeah. map? Mm. Okay. Uh, this is not everybody's favorite map. I mean, I'm, they took it out of comp uh, like last season, I think, but I like Fracture. Yes. That's I interesting. Like Fracture. That's an interesting yeah. pick. I have a love hate relationship with Icebox, especially the new Icebox. Uh, that window in mid is painful. Oh, yeah. I just wall right down there, like down the tunnel. 
She said, I'm going down tunnel. I'm holding down kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I get killed, and I'm like, they're in the kitchen. They're in the kitchen. Three kitchen. <laughs> and my teammates are like, bro, you. I thought you had kitchen. I'm crying. I you played Rainbow Six before Valorant. Yes. It's been like a solid two years since I've like really touched Siege, to be honest. But yeah. Do you miss it? I miss it just because of like during the COVID days, everybody was on, the squad was on, like <laughs> yeah, we'd grind that game for like upwards of 10 to 12 hours a day sometimes. Uh, I only played on controller on Xbox. I tried PC once and I was like, ooh, yeah, no. So Pain. I'm trying to get back into it, but it's definitely a hard transition. It's a very fast paced game and right. on mouse and controller, it's, or mouse and keyboard, it's a lot different, honestly. No, I feel that it's a, it's a. I didn't even know that you could play the controller on. I don't Siege. know. I yeah, I know on console, obviously, right. but with PC, I think you can. Dang. Think. I mean, you're at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Man, those uh those aim assist experiences are serious. I've been. You have ever played some Apex? Yes. Yeah. Bloodborne uh, main and Bloodhound main. Okay, the yeah. Bloodhound. That's my pick. Bloodhound's uh, my go-to. Until we had the Seer yeah. come in. or What's his name? Seer? I haven't played in um, like at least six months. So. Oh, okay. They took arenas out, and I stopped playing. Oh, they took I it out? I loved arenas. Really? Yeah. They took it out like at least six to eight months ago. I was just bragging to a friend that I was talking about. I'm like, hey, and you can play arenas, and I'll help you learn the guns and everything. It's gone? No, it's gone. Like the 3v3s? Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. They took it out. Washed. Washed game. Sad. To watch the full episode, including the Omen Game Time segment, Go watch our YouTube video at youtube.com HyperX Arena Las Vegas.